0: Welcome everyone to NMP Talk Show. I'm so excited to have you here with us this evening. Um, This is our first episode of season two. We've been looking forward to this day and it has finally arrived. Um, I'm not alone as usual, but unfortunately um, my co-host is battling to connect due to um, load shedding, but hopefully she'll join us along the way. We have a guest this evening, and she's been here with us since last year. Um, her name is Khemima Lau. Uh, she's a registered social worker, and she's already and geared up for, for this talk show this evening. She'll be talking about living with OCD. So um, we know a lot of people have OCD. Some um, don't even know they, they do have. Uh, hopefully the show will give them insight um, to finally go and, and get it checked up and also how to live with it. So, Mam welcome to the show once more. And, um, yeah, we're looking forward to hearing from you. Please take it away.
1: Being obsessed with something, as we know, it's actually, you know, a, 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 a doing too much of something. Let's say, for example, somebody is obsessed with cleanliness. And uh, what will happen is that uh, that person, even when the place is clean, where she is, she or he will try to clean it over and over and over again. And that becomes an obsession. There's a difference between when one is a perfectionist and one is obsessed so the level of the 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 the, the two situations are very different a perfectionist will be somebody who just like to clean and keep the place clean and then leave it at that but somebody who's obsessed will go beyond that will go an extra mile every perhaps 10 or 15 minutes she goes and then actually find out whether the place is still clean even when it's clean so that's what we we talk about that's what we refer to an obsession or somebody who obsessed about another person that she actually cannot control himself or herself. So obsession is really thoughts that keeps on coming back, that occupy your mind, occupied even your spirit, but you cannot have control over them. So it's very difficult for people with OCD to have control over those emotions, over those uh, thoughts, over those images that keeps on coming back let's talk about a, a compulsive behavior then the second word is compulsion what is a compulsive behavior a compulsive behavior is a behavior that becomes hmm. irrational most of the time so a person just act and you find that he doesn't even think but because of those obsessive thoughts that has happened before the action then, therefore, the, the fear that comes with that obsessive mind, it then forces the, pe- the person to act in a very compulsive manner. So compulsive manner does not even involve being calm. It doesn't think first and say, I'm going to do this. Therefore, is it correct or not? A person just, just act, you know, too much of, of that action. There's no control because they cannot control what they are doing. And, and, and the, 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 the compulsive behavior is preceded by the obsessive mind that then get obsessed with everything that goes into their mind. Let me give an example. For example, if somebody has got continuous uh, uh, um, preoccupation with death, so you find that a lot of times his mind or her mind keeps on thinking, what if I'm going to die? What if I'm going to die? So what then happens is that with that thought, uh, there's a level of fear that get created, and as it get created, it then makes uh, it makes the person to think that indeed he or she will die. Then what do you do when you have those thoughts? You start behaving in a certain way, in a manner that says, if I were to die, what will I do? You know, and then the person you find that. He might even be afraid to go out because he may think that any opportunity of being out or being in a car, you'll get a car accident, he will die. So really obsessive, compulsive disorder, it's really about thoughts that are uncontrollable. And therefore, as they become uncontrollable, then they lead the person to behave in a certain way. So that's basically what OCD it is. And as well. It is a mental disorder. It is an anxiety disorder because as, as it happens, as it manifests itself, it, it creates a lot of anxiety to the person. That's why they become restless most of the time. So it's really an, an uncomfortable and unpleasant place to be for those who are actually living with OCD. So, in a nutshell, and now that's what it is. A, 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 a situation where your mind your thoughts are continually being preoccupied. And unfortunately, they're not preoccupied with positive things. They're preoccupied with negative things that leads to fear. And then the fear leads to a compulsive behavior or an action, whatever you may want to call it.
0: Yeah. Um, you, when, when you start uh, explaining what, what it is, you mentioned that uh, somebody who, oh, we lost her. Figuile, welcome.
2: Thank you for welcoming me so <laughs> late. Thank you. <laughs> but anyways, we know what is happening in our country. Um, it's actually becoming a norm that we complain about yeah. it. But we're it's a good thing it. to be here. Yeah. You know. <laughs> you know. Just... While we're waiting mm. for uh, Mamremi to uh, rejoin us, yeah. um, this is a very interesting um, topic although we're talking about an, a, a disorder, mm. um, I'm trying to picture myself, where do I fit in? Am I a perfectionist or am I am I obsessed? Welcome back, Mama. Welcome,
0: Mommy. You know, Mommy, before you got cut off, you you, you were explaining uh, somebody who, who's obsessive in that they clean and then they, they, they go back, they clean again because they think they, they didn't clean enough. You know, growing up, looking at that kind of person, we didn't think that it could be an issue. You know, we just know that person as uh, the person that loves cleaning. You know, they, they, they love to see the place clean. But you never think of it as an obsession where it can lead to something very, you know, uh, dangerous in, in, in one's life. And um, you also uh, talked about uh, compulsion where now they're also having these ideas in their mind. So how do you now deal with, with such a person? Let's say it's, it's one of your family members. How do you deal with them? Mm-hmm. I think you muted, mommy.
2: Uh, oh, I'm muted, mom, Jaime.
0: Okay, let me see if I can unmute her quickly. Okay, we seem to Are you able to unmute yourself, Mom? Oh we lost her, oh, we lost her again.
2: Yeah. Let's hope it's not network.
0: Let's hope so, cause, um what stage are we on now? Uh
2: you know why it's new. <laughs> I said this when you welcomed me. Yeah. It's what it is in South Africa. Yeah. It doesn't matter what yeah. stage we're yeah. in. We don't have power. We don't have network. Yeah. We just have to deal with whatever we've got. I
0: mean, you we know? To, yeah. But
2: um, you are asking a very good question. We'll wait thank for Mamchemi to you. come back. Oh, there's, there's, there's... Welcome back, Mamchemi.
0: Ah, oh, there you go.
2: Yes.
0: I don't know, you, you got the gist of um, the uh, last Unfortunately, part that, I um, didn't was, hear
1: Fikile's uh, question. question Would you repeat it, Fikile?
2: It, it was Newe's question, actually. Um, You can post it again, Newe. Yes,
0: I was saying, if you have a family member who is OCD, how do you live with them? Uh, you know, how do you cope with, with the way they're doing things and how do you help them?
1: Yes, and I think one of the questions you you also asked was that how do you know that somebody is just a perfectionist and whether the the, the person uh, uh, is a patient of OCD? As I said earlier on, you know the word uh, um, uh, obsession. Obsession is also about everything that is done too much. Too, Too much of everything is not good. So we live lives in moderation. So if you start cleaning too much, then it start bothering of is this person okay? But a perfectionist will be cleaning the house, making sure every day the house is clean.
0: Ooh. Oof,
2: we lost Mam Khamia again.
0: What a, what a good good way to start season one, eh? Uh, season two, season... Hey,
2: it is a good. Uh, it's welcoming us back. <laughs> <laughs> but we promise this year we are not gonna have any recorded yeah. shows. You know, we, we're we just going to go live. It doesn't matter whether there's load shedding or not. Yeah, oh, no,
0: we're going to try. So <laughs> maybe let, let's engage our audience on Telegram. Um, do you have any comments or any experience with somebody who's OCD, maybe somebody you work with? And uh, from just a short explanation from uh, Mom Khaimi, you're now noticing that that person is OCD, you know, and uh, maybe then you didn't uh, realize they're OCD. Oh, you knew about it, but then you didn't know how to deal with them. Um, are you dealing with with such a person on a daily basis? Or you know, ad Hockley? Um, we interested to hear what you say about this. Um just raise your hand on-
2: while we're waiting for them, now Um, I can share my experience, yes, please, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Who's this? I think um one of my parents was O C D, Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: uh, <Honestly. laughs> i'll get a hiding after this show but honestly um so i, I think uh, again it runs in the family as mm. well Mam um, mom, mom was explaining the perfectionist mm. and uh, the obsessed the obsessed person
3: yeah.
2: and you know i'm trying to see if maybe we are just perfectionists mm. But I'm looking at it. It's not really uh, falling on the perfectionist side. It's going towards the the uh, the, the, the obsessed the uh, person because we will clean. You know, my mom will make us move cupboards every day. You know, growing up, we had the cupboards that you could move, not the putkins. Yeah. So you could move them. So we had to move them every day. Yeah. And when you clean and you don't move them, she will know. <laughs> And she will go and move them and you'll have to re-clean. Oh, wow. 10 minutes later, the floor needs to be swept. 15 minutes later, there's something on the floor. You need to clean it. You know, so I'm thinking um, it could be that we were dealing with uh, not just a perfectionist here. <laughs> you
0: know, while, while, you talk, while you were just explaining that, uh, relating that experience, um, I went on online quickly now Um I don't know if you've seen one of uh, our podcasts about GT GPT. Um, so I just posed the question, what is OCD or dealing with OCD? Yeah. Guess what it says?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, when I read mm-hmm. it out loud for everyone, it says dealing with OCD for everybody
3: to hear. Yes.
0: can be challenging, but there are steps you can take to manage the symptoms. It is important to seek professional help if you are having difficulty managing your symptoms. Additionally, Implementing lifestyle changes such as a regular exercise, getting enough rest, engaging in relaxing activities like yoga, well, I don't encourage yoga uh, personally, or meditation,
3: and avoiding
0: triggers can all be beneficial in managing OCD. So so basically, you, you, like any other disorder, you need to... Mm-hmm. Um, know that you, you are diagnosed, right? That's the first step. Yes. Admit mm-hmm. that you're diagnosed. Secondly, you need to uh, take steps on how to deal with it. Now, it speaks of resting. Yeah. A lot of things that we've discussed or topics that we've discussed about disorder or illness or mental wellness, everything would mm-hmm. lead up to resting. Now, do we have time to rest? Uh,
2: Well, (laughs) if you can give us at least 48 hours in one day, then we will have time (laughs) to rest. (laughs) Welcome back, Mam (laughs) Mamchemi. Thank you. I'm
3: back.
0: Yeah. We're happy to have you. By the way, you're the professional here, so yeah. Your comments matters more than uh, ours. Mm, mm, mm.
1: I'm just not sure we, which part you heard from my 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 response because I was still busy responding when I got uh, when I got cut off. So I'm not sure which part you heard, which part you didn't hear. I think you so can. That repeat, I can actually uh, from, repeat from
0: the beginning. There. Yeah.
1: Okay. I was saying uh, 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 the difference between somebody who's a perfectionist and somebody who's living with OCD is that a perfectionist will just want to clean the place and clean it. And after cleaning it, leave it as it is, because he will be satisfied that the place is clean. And he wouldn't be after every one hour going back to that corner, that room and say, have I cleaned or not? because he will be satisfied that he has clean. But somebody who is basically living with OCD, he cleans and then regularly goes back to that spot Mm -hmm. and check whether it's clean, even though it's still clean. And then he will check it and then he will come back. Perhaps after another hour, he go back. So you know now that he's very obsessed. He's very obsessed with what you call excessive tidiness. So even if he has cleaned the place, He keeps on not being satisfied because there is something in his mind that keeps on obsessing the thoughts in him or her that says, no, but that place is not clean. So it keeps on making him to have this compulsive compulsive behavior or compulsive action of wanting to go back and, and clean and clean and clean again. That is the difference. And then the second thing was the issue, how do family members actually support somebody living with OCD? The Hmm. first thing is to be able to understand that the person needs to be diagnosed because sometimes mental health is very broad. It comes in different ways. And OCD is also part of mental disorder. It's a part of the anxiety disorder. So the first thing is for the person to be uh, medically diagnosed. And that needs to be done by a doctor, or a psychiatrist that is their area so they will diagnose they will prescribe a proper medication so that the person can be on medication to deal with the the, the imbalances that create all those obsessive thoughts secondly the person needs to get psycho so a, a psychosocial therapy which is provided by social workers social therapies psychologists so how the family can help the family needs to understand first of all this person has got this condition they need to understand what it's all about they need to be informed they need to also inform themselves in many ways they can read about ocd they can listen to shows like this where we share information and be able to say i now i understand you know this relative of mine or my family member has got this because these are the symptoms you'll see levels of symptoms that appear in mm-hmm. that person and you'll know i'm living with a person with ocd so once you know you are able to identify the triggers and say these are the triggers that triggers this situation in this person what are they they will differ from one person to another person once you know what the what the triggers are you are able to Assist and act and say that moment has come. So it's basically for you to understand the condition, so that when the triggers happens to the person you are living with, you can be able to know them, you can be able to identify them, and then you support them. How do you support them? By understanding that when a particular uh, 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 compulsive situations or actions happens. How do you deal with that person? How do you navigate? A lot of times they don't need people to remind them that they are out of control. They need to be reminded that it's okay. We understand you are in this. But hold on, calm down a little bit. There's no need to go back and clean that place. You have cleaned it already. Or there's no need that you go and check that security detail. You have locked the door. You have closed the windows to be secure because that's one of the symptoms that they suffer from where they constantly thinking they have not put their security in order when they have done that. So it's a whole list of symptoms that you are able to pick up and then I can talk about them later. But those are some of the things that as a family member, just understand the condition first and be there as a support system and then be able to know what are the triggers that actually trigger this condition. You know,
2: Mam wow. you you yeah. you, want, you can go now.
0: Uh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry, just just a note. Um I've activated low low uh, bandwidth mode. So if your cameras switch off or you don't see one of us, don't don't panic. Leave it open and uh, just smile at the camera. <laughs> And we also have a uh, a hand raised on Telegram. Okay. Um. Maybe let's take that. Yes. Yes. We can, we can
2: take that one before.
0: We. Um, Hilda, uh, welcome back to our show. We're happy that you j- join us.
3: Thank you so much for this beautiful show. Yes. I've got I've got a question to Mom Femi. Can somebody have a combination of the two? Be a perfectionist and be obsessed with something. The reason I'm asking this question, I I can clean the house and I know the house is clean, but I get so annoyed when I get into the house and I see fingerprints Mm -hmm. on the microwave, on the fridge, that I'll clean the whole day. And I get so annoyed when when my people don't Mm -hmm. see that. Mm -hmm. And I'll ask questions, but don't you get irritated by this? And for them, it's it's not a problem, you know. They are happy. It's normal. <laughs> the curtains, kitten, the curtains yeah. that are not right, mm-hmm. the fingerprints, that annoys me so much. Yeah. I, I think I'm telling yeah. you, you know, you know what happened you know, the other day. Uh. I came in. <laughs> I, I went to to Nagy for a weekend, and when I came back mm. to Pretoria, the first thing I said, I said. Who touched the kittens? Oh, what were you doing with the kittens? <laughs> but they closed the kittens, but I could see that they are not in no the right way. <laughs> yeah.
2: How? That, that I, we want to hear this one, Mam please. <laughs> the, mm, wow.
3: Hilda, Older. <laughs> Older. Older. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: By the way, what's the name? I just want to address it. What's your name, Hilda? Hilda. Yes. Hi, Hilda. Thanks for your question. It, you know, it's, an, it's a very interesting question. And, and I think as Fikila is laughing the other side, because I'm sure she's thinking, oh my God, you know, a person comes back and people have closed the curtains, but he's very upset, he's concerned. I think the problem is, so you come back, you have cleaned the microwave, you have cleaned the kitchen, it's clean. And then you come back, you find the fingerprints on your microwave. I think the natural reaction for a person who is a perfectionist, especially when it comes to cleanliness, will be, oh, I cleaned this microwave, their fingerprints left all over the show. So you'll just naturally take, you know, your, 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 your swab and then clean them and then leave it there. You are not going to be obsessed and say, for example, I want to see what will happen in the next 15 minutes. Will it be like this again? Will they touch the microwave again and leave it like that? The minute you start doing that, you are obsessed. You are really obsessed with that cleanliness. It is no longer normal. It has gone beyond the level of normality. But if, for example, you say as well, you come back and then people have closed curtains and then they've touched them. That is a problem, Hilda, because how do they have to close the curtains without touching them? And depending on how old are the people you are living with, if it's children, they're likely to do it in a careless manner. And so it's it's just life. But I understand a person like you will be so agitated, will be so probably annoyed and say, what have they done? So I think you are Bordering on OCD because it's no longer just normal reaction that they've done something wrong. They've tied, they've, they've dirty the place. You're you going beyond. It, it, it's a, it's an obsession and it becomes abnormal. So I will say if that's what you're <laughs> doing currently, you need to go and be diagnosed because there are symptoms of OCD.
3: In you. <laughs> no you know, a I'll tell you, <laughs> uh, after work I like to go and walk. You know, you can see that the curtain is not right to the outside. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: are even watching that when you are busy walking. Yes, I'm walking. You are even watching exercises. the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> that is a problem, Hilda. You are now obsessed. You are really obsessed. Wow. There's a there's a there's a problem of and for upset. Me, it's normal. It's no longer normal reaction of they've done something wrong I don't like it. Some people will say you know what I don't like the way they close the curtain, but I will sort it out. And they will quickly sort it out and do it the way they want it or they like it. And then it it won't be an issue. The fact that it it triggers your emotions, because even now, I can hear that you are a little bit upset. When you think of that incident, you you feel a little bit upset. So it's a trigger. it makes you restless yeah it makes you unhappy i think that's so that that is an obsession my dear that is an obsession that needs to be done have you been diagnosed have you got yourself worried and and say maybe i need to be diagnosed go to the doctor or you are just assessing this symptom now and say maybe i've got it or maybe i'm not have you been diagnosed before
3: you know, m- m- no, but my daughter would always say, you know, when a mama, you've got OCD. When you've got OCD. She doesn't <laughs> you, want to work with you, me. You,
2: you know what? If, she, yeah, if I'm we were in house, said, I'll you do this day, room
3: alone. I'll, Please don't you know, come. I'll do the this room
2: alone. and the way people are making I mean, bench. the way,
3: the way they open them or the way, <laughs> they, <laughs> way they close them, somebody will just go. The, the way
2: the way has she to sit, they must sit in a certain way. <laughs>
1: You know? <laughs> Can you imagine a kitten makes somebody
3: upset? Papa knows it. Your gent gentle it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've, I've already now resorted. To- At the moment, I'm resorting to, I'm thinking of buying the blinds. You will find something this wrong thing with of, the blinds too. So don't problem. worry. <laughs> it, it's, it's still not
0: going to solve
2: your problem. <laughs> Believe me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. But like, it, it, maybe do It's not. Ma'am I, I, I I'm diagnosing myself. I'm yeah. I'm not diagnosing myself. I'm doing an introspection <laughs> as we're having this conversation. Because yes, <laughs> like Hilda, uh there are certain things that actually right. annoys me. Uh when I I have cleaned and uh, people are stepping where I I just mm-hmm. cleaned whether they barefoot or they're wearing shoes. Hey, sh- I've got some sort of a feeling, <laughs> you know? And uh, when, mm-hmm. when, when, when you make my bed and you make it, um, you could make it nice, but there's, uh, there's mm. certain things that you won't mm. make them nice. So I'll have to re-make my bed for me to be able to sleep on, you know? And uh, if somebody like Hilda was saying that you go out and you see that they didn't close the curtains nicely. So with me, okay. I will go out and see that somebody was in my room. <laughs> there will be things.
0: I think, I think today, uh, Mam Chemi, uh, we lay bare our, our weaknesses. I also have one. Mine <laughs> is with Locking the door (laughs) oh you know i can stand up from the couch switch off the light lock make sure the the door is locked go go to bed the bedroom and just before i i I get on onto Mm. my bed then i'm like did i I check the Mm. door then i go back and check to see if i've locked sometimes i'm if I, Mm. i drive away you know, you lock the house and then you go away, mm. and then and then you 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 don't remember if you lock the house. You make a U ten to come and check if the houses is locked. Is that OCD mm. or is it just being careful?
3: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, um, you are being careful, but you are being too careful, which then, as I said earlier, it start bothering on the other side of being obsessed because if you leave your house and you have locked the door Mm. a normal reaction could be maybe just once i'm not sure if i've locked Mm. so you'll come back and just double check but it wouldn't be that every time you leave Mm. your house that's exactly what you do so next week you leave your house you have locked and then you want to come back and check the minute it becomes what we call a repetitive A repetitive thought, because that thought then leads you to come back and check. Because if the thought was never there, you were satisfied that I've locked the door and off I go. There wouldn't be that reaction, that compulsive reaction that says, come back and check. But if it's a continuous thing, then you're being obsessed. It's no longer, I'm just being careful. I'm just, you know, trying to be security savvy, but it's really bothering on the fact that you are not quite satisfied. So those thoughts are controlling you and, and you can't control them because you are having this OCD. So you, you, that, that is the problem. The minute you have to do it all the time. But if it happens the first time once, you just want to make sure I've locked, it's okay. Next time you go on a trip, you lock once and you're gone. Then it's not OCD. It's just the fact that, you know, Nell was just trying to be careful and to make sure. But the minute it becomes a, a, a continuous, repetitive. Yeah. So I have another you question. Okay, you can that, go now. Then there's a problem. And, and, and Fikile, earlier on, I just want to respond to Fikile. Earlier on, she said he doesn't like the way somebody makes a bait. Um, So she will change it later because then she won't feel uh, uh, quite happy about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I must be honest, uh, uh, um, Fikile, on that score, you are the same with me but I don't think it's OCD. We don't have OCD. It's just that there's a different way we prefer our beds to be made. And if they haven't made them the way we want, Mm -hmm. we want to just fix it. So fixing something that you feel wasn't done the proper way, the way you like, or according to your standard, is different than being obsessed. Uh, Being obsessed, you will be really to even want to do it yourself all the time, from A to Z. But if it's just to say that corner doesn't look good, okay, to me, I just want to fix it, then that's okay. That is normal. But the problem, might be you have to fix it all the time. <laughs> and if you have to fix that corner all the time, the question is, why don't you just do it yourself?
0: Because you then you're
1: saving your, the other person time and you're also saving yourself a time because you'll do it the, the, the right way the first time. But
2: that is not OCD. You know, Mam Khamie, mentioning that um, my, my my grandmom was staying alone for the longest time. And, um, you know, when you visit her, you will try and clean and put things in a certain way. Or she'll leave her things in a certain way. But when she mm-hmm. comes back, she will feel like, okay, who was playing with this? Mm-hmm. Because this is how it's supposed to sit. And she will fix it. And I won't see the difference, you know. She'll just twist it a little mm. bit and then she says it's fine now. And then somebody mm. will move and it's moved again. And she will come back and fix it. So where, where are we with that one? Is it a perfectionist or is it OCD?
1: So what you're saying is that uh, 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 somebody will, she will make a bed. Somebody shifted or, or disrupted. Yeah. Let's
2: say you're putting then... a vase on top of the table. A, 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 yeah. a simple excuse, a, a simple example. I mean, mm. and the vase has to mm. set, sit a certain way on your table, and it happens. A vase mm. is a vase; it's round. Um, I don't care. So maybe I was wiping, and then I just moved it a little bit, not too much. So she will be angry and she will come and fix it. And she will go maybe to the kitchen and come back. And the vase has moved again, according to her. To me, it's still the same. And she'll come back and fix it. And she will be irritated to a point whereby, you know what, she will have to voice it out to say, who is doing this? You guys want to break my things, you know, old people out they their way. You know, so I, I just want to know whether it was a borderline mm. to being um, mm. the OCD or is it just mm. a perfectionist?
1: No, in this case, your grandma's actions are just a OCD because that is really going beyond normal. And it, it looks like she will do it in between of, 30 minutes uh, yeah. apart she goes to the kitchen and when she comes back the vase have shifted and then she gets upset and then she fixes it and then maybe after an hour she's back it's sitting in a different direction and then she fixes it that is obsession that is a le- an element of obsession it's no longer i just want to fix something that hasn't been put properly the way i like it because as i say the, the difference is that the person will fix the first the first time and then leave it if the second person comes and tamper with it she's likely to say you know what i'll, I'll see tomorrow i'll mm-hmm. fix it tomorrow or when they're sleeping i'll fix it but she will have that control in him or her to say i can wait until tomorrow when i'm in a position to fix it but for now i'll let it go but the one who cannot wait the one who says, I want to fix it now. I just fixed it five minutes ago. I'm going to fix it in the next hour because they've upset me. They've put it in a different way. That is an obsession. That is the, the the level of you not being able to control what you think, what you feel, and therefore you want to act it out in a compulsive way of continuously fixing the verse, fixing the verse, because the reality is that the people that she lives with, she probably can't control what they do. So she's going to spend the entire 24 hours fixing the vase. That is an obsession. That's the difference between the two. The other one is just to say, I just want things to be put correctly. And then she leaves it there. Somebody messes it up. She fixes it the first time. And then the second time she says, yeah. I'll, I'll see it later. Even if I do it after five hours. That is the, the difference between the two.
0: Okay. So here's another question for you, Ma'am Premi. Um, What long-term effects uh, can OCD have on an individual's life?
1: The problem is that what it does is that it, it, it instills fear in you because that's what obsession does. It instills fear and, and fear even with simple things like a verse. And or with a curtain like Hilda has said, it means the person cannot live a very happy life because you're always worried that I saw my curtain not being closed properly. A lot of times, people won't even care whether the curtain is facing that direction or. But we are not saying there mustn't be a level of neatness. There must be a level of standard that you keep in terms of cleaning your house, keeping it orderly as well, because it's also about putting things in a certain way, which is exactly what Hilda and Fikile said. It's it's about babangwe, they just like cleaning, the place must be clean, but also being orderly. You know, their wardrobes are orderly, the kitchen is orderly, everything is orderly. So they don't live a, a good life. It affects their life. It affects their normal life because they can't rest. They're always thinking, Actually, sometimes they even mm. think, "What if that person shifts the vase even before the, it happens?" So th- there's no control in them, and it affects their normal life. It can even irritate the people that they live with, because uh, as 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 I think Fikile said that uh, she doesn't even see a problem in her grandmother's vase, but the, the grandmother sees a problem. So one of them got go- go is going to be very irritated, either the 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 one who does the the shifting or the one who does the fixing. And sometimes it get get to a point where you fight amongst each other in the house because somebody has shifted the the vase, somebody has left fingerprints on the microwave. So it's really not a healthy situation. It's not a very healthy condition, but there there is a way to, to deal with it. There's a way to manage it. And as I say, as long as you know you have got it, you've been diagnosed, you're on treatment. If you have been diagnosed, you must take treatment, medical treatment that will be prescribed by
2: doctors.
1: (laughs) Hilda says he hasn't been diagnosed, but her daughter says she has. And I think I agree with her. But I will urge and I will encourage Hilda to go and be professionally diagnosed by doctors, by psychiatrists, so that they can say, this is the medical treatment for you. And then after that, then she can get psych- psychosocial therapy from people like us where we can mm. help her how to manage with those triggers because some of them are just triggers. You know, you see a verse and then you are agitated. So the, 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 there's a level of you need to be diagnosed properly so that you exactly know what you're dealing with. But I think with Hilda, the daughter is spot on. You are having this condition. Just make sure it's properly diagnosed.
3: Yeah. You know, since for me, sorry. There, there were times when I was going for uh, 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 sessions with my psychologist, and at one point, she said, "My family members, I must do. My family members must write mm. a letter about me, and then two of my friends and two of my colleagues. And then they wrote those letters. I brought them back to her." And I gave it to her and I said, no, you must read them. It's actually about you. And I was so shocked. Mm. Most of them spoke one language.
1: Mm.
3: She doesn't like this. She likes that. She likes this. And my husband actually said on on the note that there was a time when I went for a training in Newcastle. And when I came back, I I could smell something in the house. Something is wrong. And I said, There's a red in the house, and it's freshly dyed. And my husband was like, no, man, please stop (laughs) with this thing. I said, no, there's a red. We cannot sleep. We need to find this. Can you believe, says, for me, we searched the house, and we got that red. There's something wrong. (laughs) And we throw it down. Yes. And again, it it comes to, didn't they smell it? (laughs) I mean, (laughs) in this movie? Mm. Are they waiting for me to mm. come back from Newcastle and smell mm. the house? Tell them that there's a freshly dyed right
0: now. You, you know, you Hilda, I, yes. I, I can smell <laughs> um cockroaches. I have hmm. a keen smell of cockroaches. So what, the other day we, we got somebody to come and spray the house um and then then I told him, hey, you know, I can smell where the cockroaches are. You know,
2: hmm. it's like
0: you. you're, you're one of the few in the whole world that can do that. And hmm. my my um, smell was heightened one day. Um, our microwave, our old microwave.
2: <laughs> now can I ask had, you now? After smelling that and they so serve when you juice, switch it on, what do it you do? Them. <laughs>
0: well, <laughs> every time. <laughs> We're using the microwave, I could smell the, the the cockroaches. And that stuck with me. And wherever <laughs> I go, if I walk into a house, I know that there's cockroaches. <laughs> you know Mom has you. Have one invite you. <laughs> oh. No, you know you know when you when you you take your glass and you close your you grab your your, your nose,
3: you know, grab it tight. It's <laughs> just Gobbled up and <laughs> I actually agree with Mr. when mm. when he says this affects affects your life because you know that mm. cleaning constant cleaning in the kitchen. Mm. I, I, I don't switch off the lights in the kitchen because I'm yes. afraid of seeing those cockroaches. I don't want to see a cockroach. Hence I want to mm. uh, clean, clean, clean everywhere. Mm-hmm. I've I've got that thing that when you switch Mm -hmm. off your light and then you switch it on, you see conclusions. Mm -hmm. But you don't have that. So it it, it affects your life, CC?
1: Yeah, it it does. Mm -hmm. It does affect Um, your life because the reality is that are you aware you can't control everything in life?
3: No, Mm -hmm. no, you cannot.
1: You can't. And sometimes, even if your house is clean, they might be cockroaches and they might not necessarily be coming i don't know from your house or somewhere else it could be of the plants and whatever but you get upset so that's why i'm saying you then live a life where you are unhappy most of the time Mm. and because of things that to some people they think those are small things those are things not to bother about them they are not going to cause anybody to die so why bother but with you it's an issue because there is this obsession in you you are not going to be able that's why with with obsessive a uh, uh, compulsory disorder they say you cannot control your thoughts so people like you are struggling
3: and that is why their, better to stay to stay alone because in my they, house. I don't want to go and visit now. Maybe I said <laughs> ah, I'm going to see things that I'm going to get angry with. Let me rather stay in my house.
2: You you, you know. And you two, know I, I, now that Yoga is, is saying this, really? I'm thinking of somebody really who doesn't like visiting, and mainly because when she visits, it's either she has to carry her whole bedding. The bedding where she's, she's visiting may be clean, may be freshly washed, but she still feels like it is dirty, yeah. and she has to strip off the bed and put her bedding mm. on. So, w- w- what's that? Is it a perfectionist? Is it an osu! Yeah. No. <laughs> you, know, you know, some people use
1: that That
0: is Ma'am, that is abnormal. That's yeah. to <laughs> that is abnormal, Fikile. You can't carry your own Ma'am, to other people's houses. I, I don't houses. think it's abnormality. How but, will but they the feel the in the first the place they know you brought your own to These round that things, they, they, they store in the in the wardrobes for smell. Oh,
3: mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Smoking. Smoking. Kill things. me. Oh. Please. You see, that's why you bring your own linen. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Hmm. So, rather stay at your house. Rather stay at your house, though. Rather stay at your house. And then you don't want to
2: I agree with you, Hilda. I think it would be better to stay in your own house. I would say, why don't you just go away? But now Uh, the challenge comes when you have to... Say there's exactly. a, a funeral, you know, and the funeral is at home. On Zoom, <laughs> you have to be there. <laughs> What's going
3: on? So can I add on that? Yes, says yes. that 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 funeral thing. I've already told my family that I will be buried by people that live close to me. You don't spread. You just go and cremate me. Those 30 people, I mean, <laughs> you guys, if you die, I'll do the same. Because I don't want a lot of people in the yard. I just cannot. I can't. I just. close your curtains cannot, and open them, open them their <laughs> way. When my dad died, I mean, day one, it was like it's a funeral. And I, I struggled the whole week to a point where on Wednesday I just rushed to my house and stayed alone mm-hmm. because that's just too much for me everybody coming and greeting you wanting to find out <laughs> you repeat the same story. I don't want that I, honestly I don't want that I even told my in-laws that if your brother dies this is what I'm going to do they know that
2: Yeah.
3: and it's my way or highway when it comes to this
2: uh, as long as it's stipulated mm-hmm. in your will then it's done it is. It is. It is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mam M- M- yeah. M- M- you were is. you were saying that OCD is part of um, mental uh, mm. illness. Uh, I, I will agree with you. And um, you said one should get it diagnosed. And we know the history of mental um, illness. That we, I don't want to know what's wrong with my me mentally, you know. And how do you help somebody to get it diagnosed? Because yes, we've discovered it's a problem, but um, Mm. uh, Aus Hilda is saying the daughter is telling her, maybe it's nice that the daughter is telling her, but let's say it's um, your spouse, you know, and when when your spouse is mentioning such, you feel like there's something Mm. that, that the spouse is against you. Or it's somebody from the outside, maybe not that close to you, who has the the, the guts to say it. How how do you help that person? Because I know if I am OCD, I doubt if I will want Mm. somebody to tell me that I'm OCD and I need to get it diagnosed. So how do you help the person who has not been diagnosed and needs to get that diagnosis? Okay, maybe...
1: In the meantime, I can respond, to Neo. Uh, that um, how do you? It, it, she says, if for example you don't wanna hear that you have got this condition, you don't wanna hear that you have got this mental illness, etc. The reality is that for you to be able to get help and probably even make that condition better and not worse is first and foremost to be diagnosed because then you get diagnosed then you are prescribed medication medication plays a very important role because some of those symptoms starts being very well managed they starts being very well controlled so you might find let's say hilda goes and get diagnosed the doctor gives her medication that medication helps also to calm her so for example when she used to be agitated by the curtains, you might find that the medication is now helping to drop the level of anger the level of unhappiness the level of agitation she's able to say okay i don't like what they did with those curtains. however i can wait i can fix them tomorrow even if we know he's gonna fix them so medication plays a very crucial role as well as therapy but the first thing is to get diagnosed is to get diagnosed and then get medication medication and therapy should work together and over time you're going to start seeing the person those symptoms declining not necessarily going away completely but they're beginning to be lesser and lesser and then she's able to you know live with other people in an objective manner without doing all these things uh, that we have had today, which some of them are scary but but very understandable because if you are living with OCD you are likely to do things that some people don't understand them.
3: Yeah.
0: Okay, we have a comment but from now my
3: question is for me. Um,
0: uh, just but before sorry, we no. get, mm. just before we get to you Hilda, okay. uh we have a comment mm. from Tato on uh Riverside. He's, she says he or she, I think it's a she um he says um I'm assessing myself. I thought some things are normal. So uh, basically, a lot of us would have some, you know, um, OCD in us that possibly we were not aware of. And from this discussion, just hearing uh, what Hilda is going through, what Figile has gone through, what I'm going through. Uh, you, you are able to pick up things that you are doing on your own or on, on your side, and then you realize, oh, you know what, I might be OCD there. And um, if I don't check this out, um, it might even go uh, the long way for me. So, Hilda, sorry, you, you can jump in now.
3: Yes, I wanted to ask Sesamey the medication. Yes. Doesn't it affect your weight? The reason I'm asking this, I, I, I used to take depression medication, and I stopped it. I went to my, my psychiatrist. I said, no, I can't take this. I'm a size 34. I ended up size 42. The, the weight was now depressing me. Now, this medication for OCD, won't it affect somebody else's weight? Because got anything to do with any weight, I, won't, I don't want to take it.
1: Unfortunately, on medication, that is a question that I cannot answer, Hilda, because I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not a psychiatrist. Those are the questions and and answers that the doctor can explain to, to you and say this medication will be okay. By the way, they may describe different medication for you or for now for myself so we may not necessarily end up with the same medication even if we have got the same condition because the severity of the ocd differs from one person to the other so unfortunately on medication i can't answer because i'm not really qualified to do that so only your doctor will be able to explain that to you but if any medication you are given you 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 notice or you discover that it's doing this because those are the things we call side effects. If it makes you have a lot of weight, you need to go back to a doctor and say, ever since I took this medication, I'm, 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 I'm actually observing that I'm gaining weight. What is wrong? And then the doctor will assess and say, perhaps I need to change. Um, either even changing the dosage you know maybe it, it shouldn't be 20 milligram it should be 10 milligram but you need to go back to your doctor some of the side effects may be something else somebody may start vomiting it's a reaction to your body and it will differ from one person mm. to the other speaking mm. like a professional okay then.
0: well one last question Mam um, mom um i think we we
1: just before you you, you you ask this question, now, Earlier on, I just wanted to to make a comment on the people who travel with their linen. Uh, and and Fikile was saying, for example, you are going to attend a funeral of a relative. Wouldn't it be better just to book a B and B next to where the funeral is, and then sleep there, and then get to the family? You know, even if Friday night you see them, but you know you you can go and sleep at B and B rather than carrying the blankets and all those things wouldn't it be an idea or or people don't buy into that it's
0: a it's a, it's a good idea it's a good idea um it just depends where where the funeral is mm. like if you right in the rural where where do you find a B&B? you know okay yeah, yeah.
3: then <laughs> yeah, you live very early in the morning you live very early in the morning very early in the morning. Yeah, you sleep and, and
1: you do in and out, but maybe your family wants you to be there to support them. They may take it badly. Mm-hmm. Those are the dynamics because, as I say, it starts affecting your life. What we will naturally call a normal life because uh, not that it's abnormal. The normal life will say you'll go to relatives, you are there, support them. But the minute you, you, you have these behaviors that may look strange to other people, then it means you do have a Tato
3: agrees, um, and the third part of this is we label people lazy when they don't do things the way we want them to be mm-hmm. done. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Which well, is unfair. You know, my
3: daughter once on, on the letter that mm-hmm. the psychologist requested her to write, she once mentioned that. Um, I had to take Saturday classes just to run away from this woman. Yeah. <laughs> because Saturday will clean the whole <laughs> Sure.
1: So Hilda, let me ask, are you willing to, to go for treatment medica- medical-wise? Because it looks like you've been to a psychologist. Are you willing to go and be diagnosed so that you get proper medication? Or that, you don't want to go that route?
3: No, I, I don't have a problem going there. My only problem is this side effects like i said i i went to my psychiatrist and I said, this weight is now giving me depression and i stopped 6 months back i'm back to my right size now i'm back to 34 mm. so i'm taking them as and when i actually prescribed mm. for myself i told i told them what i'm going to do
1: yes so which means you are depression it's yes. also fine now. You feel fine, of the depression, even if you're making for your life, But that should be okay as well. As long as you are happy with the weight, now it has got to normal. But as soon as you have a problem, then remember, then you can go back to your doctor. But I think you are you are managing it well so far, from what i hear hearing.
3: No, I'm managing it very well. I'm managing very well. But, I'm happy about myself. But but we are not um, necessarily
1: talking about depression today. It's OCD. And then OCD.
3: you
0: might need Understand to consult for OCD. Do All right, let's wrap, up, uh, let's wrap it up. Um, Tato, thank you for your comment as well. She says um, she doesn't even trust the BNBs as well. Um, yeah, I think this is widespread. <laughs> 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 I've been meaning to ask this question. How can we create a safe and supportive mm. environment for someone with OCD?
1: I think the first thing, now is really to understand what it is. As, as families, as a community, but obviously the family is the core. It's the core institution because you live with that person. She's always in your face, in your room, in your kitchen. So it's to be able to understand that this person has got this condition and to be able to be um, patient with them. Yes, they, they're going to do this compulsive actions and behaviors that that scares all of us because if they have to clean the whole day really it's gonna scare somebody and that somebody might say you know what let me take your walk because i can't live with this so it's it's basically to understand what they're going through Mm -hmm. that that is not deliberate they're struggling with the condition they cannot control their thoughts they cannot control their actions support them whenever those Actions happens and those behaviors that are strange happens you can just say you know what I understand what she's doing as long as she's not going to create a conflict because some people will then and start you know a, a, a making a lot of noise and conflict and say why did you leave my work Roy? so if if they can do whatever they want to do to satisfy themselves and say, the microwave is not clean, I left it clean, but I want to clean it and not make a lot of noise and not bother anybody. I think that is also a best way of of supporting them as long as they don't bother the other people. But the other people in the in the family just need to understand that these people are going through this. It's, it's a condition, it's a mental mm-hmm. health condition. Support them and don't remind them that they can control their behaviors because the more you remind them, it gets worse.
0: Yes, that's our time up there. And mm-hmm. Sorry, I would like Mom to say me. as well. Um, unfortunately, we've run out of time. Thank you so much for uh, all the enlightenment on on this topic, OCD, and how to live with it, and and, and thanks also for explaining how we can mm-hmm. make it a safe and supportive environment. Um I like the point that you said you must we must not remind them of of they they are if that's such a word um, but also you know um, treat them with with knowledge and it goes along with any any uh, disability that one might have mm-hmm. you know um, um, if if we are aware of what the person is going through, it's better to deal with it. And knowledge on the subject, on on the disease or, or or the the disability, also empowers everyone else in the house that they are able to deal with 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 the situation. So thank you so much, Mam for joining us for our episode one of uh, season two of NMP Talk Show. Thank you, Hilda, for also coming back and supporting us uh, faithfully. Um, we are also looking forward to more comments from you uh, on, on the upcoming shows. We have a good lineup for this year, and we're hoping that everyone can join in. Thank you, Tato, as well, for, for joining as well. Uh, your comments, we really enjoyed it. Unfortunately, um, our co-host has been cut off. Um, we're not sure if it's load shading or um, what happened, but um, I think she will also you know relate the same sentiments. This is Naomi Rabbeidi and we're signing out until uh, next week.